Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you'll need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Hello, Fightful Faithful, and welcome to another episode of Sour Graps. I'm your host, Alex Pulowski. Everything sucks. Well, I mean, Christmas doesn't suck. I really like Christmas, but um, <laughs> but but uh, everything sucks. As I as we always say on the show, everything sucks. Even the stuff that's good sucks. Uh, there's always something wrong with everything. So uh, Christmas also has its drawbacks. Um, yeah, this is an unannounced Christmas special. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Season's greetings. And a happy new year. Um, uh, I just decided to do this on a whim. Um, so uh, here's the way it's going to go. A lot of people have been asking me to um, to do sour graps about things that aren't wrestling. Because, you know. You know, so 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 uh, so this is the first of that. I'm going to try this out and see how how um, how it goes. You know, it's a new thing. It's a new wrinkle. Um, uh, so we'll see. Um, I'm going to uh, <clears throat> I'm going to roast the fuck out of some some Christmas carols, uh, some Christmas classic Christmas songs. The lyrics are bad. And uh, I've, always, I've often thought that uh, uh, for a long time. Every time I, I hear something come on the radio around this time of year, I'll be like, eh, no, that doesn't make sense. That's bad. And so, uh, so I, 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 I jotted down some stuff from memory about uh, certain uh, lyrics, and we're going to uh, <laughs> tear that shit apart. And then, um, and then I'm going to do um, something else, a little special thing. Uh, at the end, uh, just, we'll see how long that lasts. It's going to be a short little episode. Don't worry, you'll get your regular sour graps thing tomorrow. I'm going to sit here with everybody from Fightful. We'll do our Christmas, you know, uh, stream thing, uh, which you should all come back here for tomorrow night at 9 p.m. Eastern. Um, and uh, and 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 you know, sit with us. We'll we'll talk about 
stuff. I don't know what. Sean will be in charge of it. We'll all be there just, you know, shooting the shit. Like it's a you get to basically uh be a fly on the wall at the fightful uh holiday party if there if there was one. I'm not sure if anyone's gonna be drunk on rum toddies. Uh no, I'm okay. I don't drink anymore. But um but it'll be fun. And then after that, I'll do uh the normal Tuesday sour graps because ooh boy was raw shit show um so we'll talk about that don't worry but this is a little bonus episode because i love the fightful faithful um so here goes as they say nothing yeah that'll work okay so um the first Christmas song that I wanted to talk about. Um, <clears throat> this is so weird. Um, it, do you know the song? And I don't even know who does it, but everybody knows the song. They play it all the time. It's the most wonderful time of the year. You know that song. Um, some of it makes sense, um, but some of it uh, doesn't. Um, so this is on here. Um, I, I had this little uh, website up that has all the lyrics of the biggest Christmas songs, but not that one for some reason. So um, here we go. Uh, all right, here we go. So you know the song, right? It's the most wonderful time of the year with kings jingle belling and everyone telling you be of good cheer. It's the most wonderful time of the year, blah, blah, blah. So we get through that one. We go through the next one. Okay, here we go. Here's the bridge, the one thing in the middle that kind of like ties all the other uh, ones together. Here we go. It says, uh, there'll be parties for hosting, marshmallows for toasting. Okay. Now, here's the deal. I suppose you could toast marshmallows like in the fireplace. Like, I suppose you could do that. I've never done that before. I suppose that's that's literally a thing you could do. But when I think of toasting marshmallows, I think of a campfire, right? Like, you go out on the campfire while you're camping. You bring the marshmallows. you got a stick. Maybe one of those fancy uh, metal marshmallow skewers. We had one of those when I was a kid. It was a, little, it was a, it was a, it was a uh, long metal stick and it came out to a little fork with two two spots so you could put two marshmallows on it and then you held it out over the fire and there was a little crank that you could turn the marshmallows so they could cook evenly and you had to do two at once because in case you had two kids you could never like my brother and i like we had to both get a marshmallow at the same time um uh, my brother insisted on my little brother insisted on toasting them himself but they always caught on fire and he threw a fit because you got like a black shell of the marshmallow and then the inside, which is ooey gooey and everything. Anyway, what am I talking about? Right. Christmas songs. Um, so this guy says, uh, Andy Williams, singer of this song, he says, um, uh, there'll be parties for hosting, marshmallows for toasting. And I think, Andy, I think, I think you've confused Christmas with camping. And here's how I know that, right? He says, there'll be parties for hosting, marshmallows for toasting, and caroling out in the snow. 
And this is where he goes off the rails, people. There'll be scary ghost stories. What? Wait a minute. What? Scary ghost stories? That's Halloween, man. Or, as we've established, things you do around a campfire. A, toast marshmallows. B, tell ghost stories. Ghost stories? Who's telling ghost stories at Christmas? But this is what he also says. There'll be scary ghost stories and tales of the glories of Christmases long, long ago. What? Are you talking about the birth of Jesus? That was a long time ago. Is that a glory? Are we talking about like things that happened to your, your Uncle Tom when he had to take change a tire? Was that a glory of Christmas? What what's scary ghost? I what's a scary ghost story that you tell at Christmas? Oh Jacob Marley, probably, right? Like I suppose. Is is he count is he saying that a Christmas carol is a scary ghost story? Because, like, you know, fine, but like I'm I'm pretty sure that's not what uh, what the what the what if you ask Charles Dickens, hey dude, did you write a scary ghost story or did you write you know a parable about classism in 1840s London? I think he'd choose the second one. You know, I'm just saying. Uh, yeah. So that's the first one. <laughs> I've always thought every time that song comes on. Who's telling scary ghost stories while munching on toasted marshmallows at Christmas time? Andy, what are you talking about? Um, so that's the first one. <laughs> Let's see. What's next on the old agenda? Okay. All right. Now, I'm not going to win a lot of fans for this, but the little drummer boy sucks at drumming. I'm I'm there I'm just going to say it. It's right out there. I'm not apologizing for it. I was a drummer for many years, okay? For many many years. Uh I, many many years. Like like 6 7 years. <laughs> but that qualifies as several several years. I went from uh as I think I've told this story on the podcast. I I started drumming because I wanted to be a rock drummer and I was by the end of high school, I was in like two, three different cover bands. It was a lot of fun. Uh, you know, it was a it was a good time to be in a rock cover band. Like that was the, like uh, this is dating myself quite a lot, but that was the mid to late nineties. There was a lot of great alternative rock, uh, grunge. Like you could, yeah, there's really good stuff that you could you could cover easily in a high school band. You didn't have to be really good at it. You didn't have to, nobody, nobody had to be a world beater at guitar to cover some Stone Temple Pilots, all right? So, like, that was a lot of fun. So I know from what I speak. The little drummer boy sucked. <laughs> he was a bad drummer. And Jesus deserved better. I'm going to say it again. Baby Jesus deserved better. Um, the little drummer boy, he says... Um, Come, they told me, pa-rum-pa-pum-pum. And there you go, right there. Pa-rum-pa-pum-pum. Like, like, seriously, that's some, that's some beginner-level shit. That's some beginner-level shit. Pa-rum-pa-pum-pum. That is embarrassing. Pa-rum-pa-pum-pum. Okay? You know when I learned how to do that? My first fucking day on the job as a drummer. Sixth goddamn grade. 
really easy. Really, I haven't played drums in probably 15 years. It's like riding a bike, man. You never forget how. You know when I learned? Fucking sixth grade. Pa-rum-pa-pum-pum. And maybe you're thinking, oh, well, maybe it's a little drummer boy. Like, he wasn't, like, you know, topping out. Like, he wasn't doing the best he possibly could. Um, he was just, he was doing a little beginner level thing. He didn't want to, like, blow out the kid's eardrums, right? It's a baby. He's playing for a baby. He doesn't want to, like, hurt the kid's ears, right? So he's going easy on him. No, it says in the fucking lyrics, I played my best for him. pa rum pum 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 rum pum 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 rum pum 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 If that's your best, little drummer boy, you suck. I'm saying, like, he's a little drummer boy. He's allowed to be bad at drumming. You know what I mean? But what I'm saying is, if he's bad at drumming, maybe he's not the best guy to bring before the king. You know what I mean? That's what they say. I'm going to play before a king. I mean, yes, he's, you know, the kingdom of God and whatnot. But you know what I mean? Like, you couldn't have, I don't know, found the 2,000 years ago version of Lars Ulrich or something like well who are you who are you who are you you, you, you could find some, you could find a better drummer I'm just saying I think baby jerseys deserve better I know I'm not gonna win any fans for that but I'm gonna say it because nobody else will I hope you all are having as much fun as I am because this is a blast <laughs> okay all right okay another one from from the same milieu milieu the same uh group the same genre of uh of christmas songs do you hear what i hear right uh people know that one right that's that's the old uh that's that's a biblical one right um that starts out with uh said the night wind to the little lamb and right away you know we're in a fantasy right it's a fantasy world the night wind ain't talking to anybody it's not it's not an angel, right? The the way it usually says is the angel comes down from on high and tells the shepherds about baby Jesus. Right? That's the way the thing comes. This one's taken this I don't know who wrote this shit. Some some priest probably. I mean, but he's he is some guy. And uh <laughs> some fucking guy. And 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 he, and he's he's taken he's taken liberties with the story, right? Um uh <laughs> He says, said the night wind to the little lamb. By the way, I don't even know. Like, if the night wind could talk, why would the little lamb be able to understand it? Again, we're living in a fantasy world, you know, of Christmas stars and immaculate conceptions. Ooh, fairies and elves. Ah. This woman got pregnant by the spirit of God. Whoa. Um. Anyway, uh, so he says, uh, says the night went to little lamb. Do you see what I see? Way up in the sky, little lamb. Do you see what I see? A star, a star dancing in the night with a tail as big as a kite. Listen, um, it's a star, man. It's a fucking star. Do you know how big a star is? I'm, I'm, I, this is the thing. The guy who wrote this fucking thing had no idea how big a star is. He thought a star was this big. 
that there's a specks of dust up in the sky because he didn't know science. But a star better have a tail as big as a kite. It's a fucking massive thing. Our sun is a star. It's a fucking giant ball. It's huge. Every other, every other thing in the solar system could fit inside the sun and there'd be room left over. It better have a tail as big as a kite. This is the biggest fucking kite ever. Winning some competitions down at the, the, the kite festival. Those are fun to go to. I never have ever done that, but uh, I do like to go fly a kite occasionally. It's fun. It's relaxing. Standing out there in a field with the wind blowing around you, just alone with your thoughts. And ironically enough, me being alone with my thoughts is how I come up with a lot of this shit. And it just sticks up there. Long division, gone. Just floated out of my brain years ago. I'll never get that shit back. But every day I'm out there just doing whatever. Taking a walk and all of a sudden, hey, there's a weird lyric in this Christmas song. Maybe you should do it for your podcast. I have a sickness. I have a sickness. Um, so here's the deal. Here's the next thing that happens and do you hear what I hear? Said the little lamb to the shepherd boy. Do you hear what I hear? Ringing through the sky, shepherd boy. Do you hear what I hear? And the shepherd boy at this fucking time goes, oh my God, uh, the devil is talking to me. Like, I don't know, like pre-Christ, because this is technically pre-Christ, right? We don't know. Nobody knows at this time, really, that that the baby in the manger behind the inn in Bethlehem, nobody really knows yet that he's the son of God. So it's really pre-Christ, right? Did they, like, fear the devil coming to speak to him via animals? I know it was a big thing, you know, in the centuries post-Christ. Was, oh my God, this this goat can talk to me. It must be the devil himself. I shall cut off its head and then boil my eyes because I have looked upon Satan. Some shit like that. Um, uh, So I don't know if the shepherd boy uh, had been tripping on mushrooms or whatever, but when the little lamb comes up to him and says, hey, uh, hey kid, uh, do you hear what I hear? There's a song ringing through the night. Uh, I think, I think, I think that shepherd boy might have might have lost his mind. I'm just saying, it's a weird. Again, we're living in a fantasy world of fairies and elves and immaculate conceptions. So it's possible that this uh, little little boy talks to lambs all the time. All all the barnyard animals, goats, chickens, cows, horses. You know, all of them. Uh, and, um, so anyway, the next, the next lyric, the next one goes night wind, a little lamb, little lamb, a shepherd boy. And then with, with does it, does nothing, no, no fit, nothing in between straight from little lamb to shepherd boy, shepherd boy to mighty King. And here's what I want to know. How many middlemen and different steps did he have to go through before he got to Mighty King? I mean, for the sake of um, for the sake of brevity, which again is not my strong suit. I thought this was going to be a really short podcast. I thought it was going to be done by now, but I just can't stop talking. It's my it's my sickness. Um, for the sake of brevity, you'd take out all the other steps. 
but there's got to be other parts of this story that exist. Said the little lamb to the shepherd boy, said the shepherd boy to his dad, right? Hey, dad, um, the lamb told me that there's a song, a song high above the trees with the voice as big as the sea. Um, and he, the, the lamb told me that the night wind told him that there was a, a star dancing in the night with a tail as big as a kite. So um, I guess the lamb is telling me that I'm supposed to go talk to the king. Um, and at that point, the dad like says, what are you talking about? You're crazy. Do we have to talk? Do we have to go t- see the doctor again about your weird night terrors that you've been having? Um, that was a dream, kid. Like you didn't actually talk to a lamb. And then a lamb comes up to the dad and says, no, I, I fucking did talk to him. Uh, yeah. And the night wind talked to me. I know that's weird. But uh, I vouch for him. Like, yeah, I, I did tell him about the, the song, High Above the Trees, with the voice as big as the sea. I told him about it. So we should probably go talk to the king. And the dad, of course, thinks he's losing his mind. Maybe, I don't know, the mead. He's been putting away pretty hard that night. And so he sleeps it off, wakes up, and the, the lamb can still talk. So he says, I guess we better go see the king. But the thing is, like, the dad takes the son and the lamb. Because the lamb is the basically the lamb is your ticket in. Like once once everybody else can see the lamb can talk, then I guess well the 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 king's gonna want to see this, right? Um, so he goes and uh, said the boy's father to the king's guard, um, "You should let me in now because I I got this lamb and we're supposed to talk to the king." And the king's guard is like, "You're you're lucky I don't chop off your head with my halberd." Like, what are you talking about? See the king. And then they're like, here's a, a lamb that can talk. And like, oh, fuck, we better go see the king. Said the king's guard to his boss. Uh, we, you, the king's got to see this talking lamb. And the king, the, the king's guard's boss, the captain of the guard is like, what are you talking about? Talking lamb. And the talking lamb's like, yo, over here, buddy. Said the captain of the guard to the king's head advisor. I know this is going to sound crazy. But there's a fucking, uh, there's a lamb that could talk. And uh, I think the king should see it. There's something about uh, a song, uh, High Above the Trees, Voices as Big as the Sea, and uh, and a night, a night Wind. The Night Wind? The Night Wind told the lamb that there's a star dancing in the night. And it's, got a, it's got a really long tail. Big as a kite. The, the lamb says the tail's as big as a kite. This is something that the king should deal with. Said the king's top advisor to the mighty king. I think we should talk. You should. You should let. You should talk to this. Um, to this boy, because he's. Believe me, you're going to want to hear this. All right. You know what? If I'm wrong, you can chop my head off. Because uh, I, you you got to hear this. And then at that point, and only at that point, does the does the um does the mighty does the does the, does the shepherd boy talk to the mighty king. So it goes, uh, little lamb to the shepherd boy, shepherd boy to his dad, uh, dad to the king's guard, uh, king's guard to the captain of the guard, captain of the guard to the advisor, advisor to the king. And then the advisor says, uh, come on in, shepherd boy. Uh, Said the shepherd boy to the mighty king, do you know what I know? And the king goes, okay, listen, I don't fucking care what you know. Where's the goddamn lamb that can talk? Because that's what, that's the money right here. I need to. I gotta see that shit. Uh, don't don't 
don't rustle me in here with all your words or whatever. I want to get the payoff now. I'm the mighty king. I I will use my might. I will smote you. Um and the and then the the king well, I mean uh, listen, the guy says the kid says, "Do you know what I know? A child, a child shivers in the cold." Let us bring him silver and gold. And I mean, he's a shepherd boy, right? So I don't expect him to know how, like, fabrics work. And the fact that metal doesn't conduct heat. Unless you, you, you know what I mean? Like, the the child is shivering in the cold. Let's bring him some coins. That'll help. I suppose just Joseph and Mary could use that those coins to... To buy him a blanket. I suppose that's possible. But that seems like a middleman. Just bring him blankets. Do you not have blankets? You're the king. Bring the blankets. Don't don't bring this is this is it. I mean, this is the thing. Like, you know, don't just like it, help help me. Help me. Don't don't help me help myself. Help me. I am I am cold. I need a blanket. Don't give me a check and then say, go buy a blanket. Do you have a blanket? Good. I'm cold. Give me the blanket. Just giving giving me the money to go out and buy the blanket adds an extra step before I am warm. I'm still cold while I'm going out to buy the blanket. Bureaucracy. It's just crazy. Red tape everywhere. Anyway, then the king talks to people everywhere. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Uh, the thing about the thing, uh, thing about the thing, uh, the thing of it is, um, when the shepherd boy talks to Mighty King, and the Mighty King talks to people everywhere, the Mighty King doesn't mention the talking lamb, which I feel like is the main selling point here. Like the talking lamb is the is what you got. You know what I mean? The king to the people everywhere. Listen to what I say. I mean, I'm the king. You got to listen to what I'm saying, right? Pray for peace, people everywhere. You're the fucking king, dude. Like, sign a treaty. You want peace? Sign a fucking treaty. Like, don't go to war anymore, stupid king. The child, the child, sleeping in the night, he will bring us goodness and light. And listen, listen, I mean, you're the fucking king, right? You're taxing these people to death because all these medieval kings always are taxing people. Stop taxing them so much. Sign the treaty for peace with your neighboring nations and and stop taxing the people. And all of a sudden you got goodness and light. You don't need a baby in a manger to give you goodness and light. You got all the other stuff. You're the king. Deal with it yourself. 
That was, do you hear what I hear? All right, we did that one again. Okay. Uh, oh, this was not actually uh, uh, a, um, you know, a dissection of the song, because I love the song. It's it's the Grinch song. You know, the one that Sean, hi, Sean, the one that Sean uh, aped when he did um, his uh, his Denise spoof, you know. You're a mean one, Miss Denise and Mr. Grinch, right? Here's the deal. I love the song. It's a great song. Fucking classic. Great lyrics. Do you know the name of the dude who sang the song on the original Grinch Christmas special? I'm going to tell you, and it's going to blow your fucking mind. His name, an actual person who lived not too long ago, had the name Thurl Ravenscroft. Like, what? <laughs> that's a that's a Harry Potter character. His name was Thurl Ravenscroft. And he sang like this. That's perfect. I mean, it doesn't make any fucking sense. As I said, as I said, it's a fucking Harry Potter character. But Thurl Ravenscroft. You can use that. With your family. When you're sitting around watching the Grinch before Christmas, you say, Hey, mom, dad, kids, uh, do you know who sings this song? Thurl Ravenscroft. What a fantastic bit of trivia. All right. There are a few more, but again, in this if for the in the interest of brevity, I'm just gonna go through them real quick. Uh, and then I got one more to do at the end here. I'm pretty sure. Yep. Um, Feliz Navidad. Too repetitive. I'm going to sing you the entire song. Feliz Navidad. Do, 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 do. Feliz Navidad. Do, 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 do. Feliz Navidad. Prospero año y felicidad. And then in English, I want to wish you a Merry Christmas. I want to wish you a Merry Christmas. I want to wish you a Merry Christmas from the bottom of my heart. I want to wish you a Merry Christmas. I want to wish you a Merry Christmas. I want to wish you a Merry Christmas from the bottom of my heart. And then it starts again. And it does that like three times. And that's it. The guy says, um, Merry Christmas in Spanish. Uh, And then he says, uh, Happy New Year. And Felicities. Happiness. And then he says it in English. Um, and that's it. And that's the whole song. And it's not a short song because they do the whole damn thing like three times. And it's just over and over and over again with the same thing. Like, like that's it. Like, and that, that thing has sold millions of copies. It's played ad nauseum over and over again, 50 years after it was recorded. It's like 17 words long. That's the whole lyrics. Reminds me of WWE booking. They did the same thing over and over and over and over and over again, and everyone will just accept it. Uh, so that's too repetitive. Uh, Grandma got run over by a reindeer. Hibbly trash. Uh, Christmas shoes. Cloying manipulative drivel. All right, let's get to the main event here. I want to make sure I'm doing this right. 
I want to make sure I'm giving credit to the right person here. Okay. All right. Um... Okay, I, I'm wrong. I, I, again, I, I, again, I apologize, Frank. I apologize. I, in my entire life, thought this was a Frank Sinatra song. Um. Uh, it is another Andy Williams tune. Remember Andy Williams with the old uh, with the ghost stories. This guy, this guy, he's I don't know. I don't know this this guy. Okay, this is the song. Um, it's 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 nobody knows the fucking name of this song because I had to look, Google it like three or four times before I figured it out. Everyone says it's is it Happy Holiday, the holiday season, or coming down the chimney down. All right. Um, oh, I forgot to do one. I'm gonna do this. Uh, it's just a second. Um, here comes Santa Claus. Here comes Santa Claus. Right down Santa Claus Lane, which is like it's that's too easy. Um, all the stuff, it's all, it's all fine. It's all just the normal Santa Claus stuff. And it gets to the thing, it gets to the end. And like, listen, I grew up in a pretty secular family. Like, uh, uh, we didn't, we didn't go to church. I, I, I learned about the Bible stuff by like getting to an age where I was like, and a lot of people that I go to school with all go to church. I should, I guess I should like, I should know what's going on. So I was like, I'm going to read some stuff about this. And I didn't read the whole Bible because yeesh, but like I read enough to like figure it out. And I, I knew the, know the gist of all the stories or whatever, but I did this because I was curious, not because somebody forced me in any kind of religion. So I grew up kind of secular, but it was weird. But like at like six years old, um, there's a, there's a point of uh, here comes Santa Claus right down Santa Claus Lane, where uh, where I believe it's Gene Autry, says, uh, Santa Claus knows that we're God's children and that makes everything right. I'm like, okay, wait, wait, wait. Uh, you, can, you can be non-religious and celebrate Christmas. It's a, it's a secular thing all over the world. Like you can do, like you can celebrate the Christmas part of it as like Jesus's birth or whatever. And that's a good reason that you should know that's tis the reason for the season, but you can also celebrate Santa Claus and not be like super into religion or whatever. So it's just weird to like have a song entirely about Santa, who's a very, a wonderful figure, but not like closely related to the whole Jesus deal. And all of a sudden you got some guy got a shoehorn the Jesus in there. Santa Claus know that we're God's children. That makes everything right. If we weren't God's children, like if we weren't Christians, it would be wrong. Santa should not come and see us if we're... This is a weird thing. Anyway, that aside, back to Andy Williams and happy holidays. Uh, happy holiday. Uh, holiday season. And... Um, uh, um, down the chimney down like it's a song like you don't you it's on the in the background everyone hears it um yeah okay here we go um oh that's not right hold on, hold on. yeah here we go it's the holiday season so whoop-de-doo, 
right there. You're a bad messenger, friend. Like, it's the holiday season. It's the holiday season, Andy. Andy, it's the holiday season. The best you can do is a whoop-de-doo. A whoop-de-doo. Because everyone knows that's a, that's a sarcastic thing. Nobody says whoop-de-doo when they're really happy about something. They say it to, like, denote sarcasm towards happiness. Hey, kids, are you excited to go see your great aunt Mildred this year? Whoop-de-doo, dad. Nobody says whoop-de-doo. So when you say it's the holiday season, so whoop-de-doo. So basically what, what you're saying, what you're saying, Andy, is um, it's the holiday season. So whatever, whatever. I really, I don't, I don't fucking care. And that's not great. All right. But it's not even as bad as the next lyric. It's the holiday season. So whoop-de-doo, a dickery doc. Wait a minute. Hold on. Hold the phone. Andy, Andrew, buddy. A dickery doc? Like hickory dickory doc? The mouse ran up the clock. The clock struck one. The mouse came down. Hickory dickory doc. That's the nursery rhyme. We're, we're adding the nursery rhyme hickory dickory doc in here for no reason. Oh, unless... Unless you've got a, a a really really great lyric, right? That that rhymes with Doc, um, that you got to you got to get it in there, and you had to figure out a way to put the Dickery Doc in there. Like something's got to rhyme with it, and I don't can't think of anything else. We're gonna put Dickery Doc in here. I'll fix it later. I'll fix it in post. Don't worry about it. What's the big What's the big lyric that you had to get in there to make sure? Okay, so. Uh, it's the holiday season, so whoop-dee-doo, a dickery duck. Uh, don't forget to hang up your sock. What am I? Hold, hold, hold on. Hold on. Hang up your sock? Who says that? Who says hang up your sock? Are you talking about stockings? Stockings hung hung by the chimney with care? In hopes that St. Nicholas soon would be there? Hang up your sock? What is that? That's the thing you had to include, so you had to rhyme it with Dickory Doc? That's ridiculous. Nobody says hang up your sock. It's a stocking. Hang up your sock. And it gets weirder. So whoop-dee-doo, a Dickory Doc, don't forget to hang up your sock, because just exactly at 12 o'clock, he'll be coming down the chimney down. Okay. Andy. Is that what happens? It just exactly at twelve o'clock, he comes down the chimney. How can that be possible? At every house all over the world, he comes down the chimney at twelve. I, okay, I admit I am not familiar with the actual magic of it. I know it's true, kids. Santa Claus does exist, and he's coming on Friday. Um, also, kids, you have terrible parents. Why are they letting you listen to this? I say so many curse words. I'm on the naughty list. I'm getting a big old fat lump of coal in my sock. Apparently, this year. So don't don't be like Uncle Alex. Uncle Alex says some really naughty words. So don't say them. Okay? And and talk to your parents about maybe not letting you listen to this song, to this podcast. Anyway. This song either is a terrible song. Um uh, so <clears throat> Is it is it your contention, Andy, that the magic is that exactly 12 midnight 
on Christmas Eve, when Christmas Eve switches from Christmas Eve to Christmas, right? The stroke of midnight, that Santa splits himself into a million different, a billion, more than that now, several billion different Santas. He clones himself several billion times with the snap of his fingers. And all the different clone Santas go down chimneys all at the same time all over the world? That seems impractical. Also, I don't think it's canonical. I've never heard that before. It's an interesting theory. I mean, I suppose it's all magic, right? So it's, 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 it's possible. But just exactly at 12 o'clock, I don't even know where you get that from. Oh my God! Are you thinking of Are you thinking of the pumpkin for Cinderella, where her carriage turns back into a pumpkin at the stroke of midnight? See, I'm I, I'm I'm I think I'm I think I'm realizing what's your deal, Andy. I think I'm realizing what your deal is. I do. You were confused. You've got. You're confused. Like you you were thinking that like before in the other song you were thinking that it was a campfire. The Christmas, Christmas, Christmas is going camping. The most marshmallows in the ghost stories. But now you, now you, now you, now you got the um, the twelve o'clock thing. That that's a that's a Cinderella's bibbity bobbity boo. Bibbity bobbity boo. This man, Andy. It's not. I don't think the twelve o'clock thing is going to hold water. I, I'm pretty sure. Like. I've heard a lot of different stories of Santa and none of them have been that. Um, here, here you go. Here's the next one. The one that really chaps my hide. Next lyric. He'll have a big fat pack upon his back and lots of goodies for you and for me. We're good so far. So leave a peppermint stick for old St. Nick. Hanging from the Christmas tree. Okay. Andy, where are you getting your information from, buddy? A peppermint stick for old St. Nick? Again, it rhymes. And I'm going to give you a little bit of leeway for this, but cookies, man. Cookies are the generally agreed upon snack for the fat man. For this fat man, too. I love cookies. Santa loves cookies. You leave out cookies for Santa. Everybody knows this. Why are you telling people to leave peppermint sticks out? Cookies and milk. Right? If you don't have any milk, just the cookies is fine. But there's got to be cookies. And milk. Maybe a carrot for Rudolph. We're going to get... Well, I don't want to mix songs. cookies and milk you would need the milk to wash down the cookies just like i need some water to wash down this shit you're shoveling me cookies not a peppermint stick and while we're on the subject of peppermint sticks what is a peppermint stick especially one that is in the shape of something you could hang on a christmas tree are you talking about a candy cane andy are you talking about a candy cane? If it's talking about a candy cane, just say candy cane. I'm so angry with you, Andy. If you weren't dead already, I'd kill you. Andy. Leave a peppermint stick for old St. Nick. 
What are you talking about? Jesus. I mean, that's that's and and right then he comes right back to like whoop de doop and 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 and, and dickery doc. He's just he's all over the place. And I and I and I and I'm done with it. I'm also done with this bit, so I hope you enjoyed it. <laughs> okay, here's the deal, and what some of you are probably waiting for. Um, months ago, I got the idea that I might watch the episodes of the Netflix series, The Big Show Show. It was terrible. It was so terrible, I could not continue. I, I I watched the premiere and did a review of it, and then I watched, I did a watch along of episode two, where I watched it in real time and allowed you to queue up your Netflix as well and watch along, um, and then I would pause it and tell you to pause it so I could make jokes about how terrible it was. It was so terrible, so soul-crushingly awful that I never watched the rest of the series. Um, and it was so bad, in fact, that um, Netflix didn't renew it. They didn't give it another um, another season. But apparently the people who work on the Big Show show expected to get another season because they made, shot, and now released a Christmas special. I have not seen this. I don't know anything about it. I don't know if there are references within the episode um, that that I won't get because I didn't see all of the first season, the first and only season. Um, but I'm just gonna I'm just gonna hit play on this thing, and then um, and the deal is that I'm going to watch it. And, and make fun of it for as long as I can for as uh, un, until it becomes so unbearable that I have to turn it off and 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 fair warning that may happen quickly but uh, this will be the last thing we do for for the for the episode so um, I want to say to those of you who don't wish to do a watch along of the big show show, Perhaps you don't have Netflix or you do have good taste. Um, I'm going to say uh, Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays uh, to um, to all the Fightful Faithful. Um, it's, it's a privilege to be able to do this stupid fucking show for all of you. And uh, a lot of you have reached out to me and told me how much you love it. And that it means the world to me. Um, I, I, I obviously couldn't do the show for nobody. I, I guess I technically could, uh, but um, it's amazing how many people uh, love the show, and that is awesome. And I, I'm gonna keep doing it until Sean doesn't let me anymore. So um, maybe we'll do more of these uh, where I don't talk about wrestling, but instead I talk about other things. Um, We'll see how this goes, but I just wanted to do a little, a little impromptu uh, Christmas gift for the Fightful Faithful. Um, love you guys. Uh, so anybody who doesn't want to stick around for this watch along, uh, via Quindias. <laughs> here, here, here we go. 
I'm going to push play on this thing. You can pause my podcast, get your old Netflix thing all, all queued up, and we're going to push play on this episode in um, – oh, oh, no, it's buffering. It's buffering, guys. It's buff- I It's buffering. Maybe – oh, here we go. All right, here we go. It's starting, so push play. Here we go. Netflix logo, a Netflix original series. Here we go. Um, they're, they're decorating the house. Oh, God. The big show loves Christmas. Uh, Big Show says, Christmas is my Christmas. And then the snooty middle child. Remember her? If you watched these episodes with me, you remember snooty middle child. She says, Daddy, Christmas is everybody's Christmas. That's why it's called Christmas, which doesn't make any fucking sense. So I'm pushing play again. This guy's. This is so bad. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. I I can't. I'm gonna give it one more terrible joke, and then I am going to shut this off. I apologize. It's a. It's 23 minutes, guys. It's uh, we're already 47 minutes into this. What should be a very short episode. I'm I'm gonna give it one more bad joke, and then after the next bad joke, I am going to just say goodbye. And shut off the stream. And I'll talk to you on the next episode, okay? So, again, we're going to push play. And after the next bad joke, I'm just going to say goodbye. And we'll see you later, okay? All right, here we go. Pushing play. And after the next bad joke, I'm going to say goodbye. Goodbye. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off, my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue. All in the Kroger app. Get three pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.